This is the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, November 27th. Corey, the prep bowl is finished up, and I think we had a pretty good slate of football games this year. Yeah, we did. I was able to catch not all of uh, not all of the games, but a lot of the games, or a lot of a lot of the games. I guess would would maybe be the the best way to put it. There were some really fun uh, those the big school games in particular were. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- some there are some fireworks in those games. Some some teams electing to go for two to get the win or give themselves a lead late. Neither of them able you know being able to uh, pick one up. Edina um, uh, loses twenty eight twenty seven to Centennial. They score a touchdown late. They don't get the two point conversion to win, so they lose because I mean just some uh, incredible stuff happening in those. Uh, in those big, the St. Thomas Chanhassen game was wild, going down to the end and into overtime, and uh, and the rest of the games were obviously great, including what happened in that uh, nine man game. Uh huh. I mean, that one. I was expecting that Kingsland Nevis game to be a little more high scoring, considering Kingsland put up thirty six points in their semifinal game against Fertile Beltrami. But that Nevis Tiger defense has been strong all season long, yeah. and it was a big reason why. I mean, it is the like almost the main reason why they won the prep bowl this year. Congratulations to the Nevis Tigers. I mean, watching that game, uh, they they felt they weren't always you know winning. There were not everything always went their way, but didn't it feel like Corey that they just kind of felt in control for that game? Well, I think I think defensively, you just it it felt like boy, if they can hit a couple of home runs, mm-hmm. um, and they have all season long, so why wouldn't they one more time? Right, you hit a couple of home runs, you're gonna feel pretty good about uh, you're gonna feel pretty good about it, and they got a couple home runs out of the deal, and and um, I think. You know, it's fun to see those really high-scoring games, mm-hmm. um, but it's fun to see the like two defenses be the reason, like holding stout. Like it, it's it's weird to get to a championship game and have these final scores be in the high thirties, right? Like that was you did not have a championship defense. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those teams had champ and and Nevis, obviously in particular. That's a championship defense that they were running out there, and and uh, and. Yeah, man. It was cool. I love the prep bowl. I just love it. Yeah. One of these days I gotta get back to it. It's I'm, been a while. It's fun. It's a it's a fun atmosphere. Did you see in some of those uh, bigger school games that they had that so normally they only open up the seating on the sidelines, but they actually opened it up in the end zones of the first bowl because some of those bigger school games were getting they opened them up to kind of That's cool. Let, let more people in, which is good. Um did you see the Patrick Royce take on the uh, on the prep bowl? I don't think I did. No, not on the prep bowl. I should say on the prep bowl hosts. Okay. Basically, the only concession stands that are open are not even on the main concourse. You have to go like so. You know, like at US Bank Stadium, there's the main concourse, but then you got to like to get into like the the sections that are along the sidelines. There's a little concession stand kind of tucked underneath, and basically they only opened up. There's maybe like four or five of them. And oh, basically, right? his take was uh, his take was uh, I thought this was supposed to be the People's Stadium, and now it's a and whatever. Well, so I mean that's that's it's a, a, it's a fair critique. It's just always fun to think of it in the Patrick Royce voice. Yes, yes, yes to all of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean accommodate those fans. What are you doing? Right. What are you doing? 
this should not be that hard. We we talked about it off the air, as, you know, watching some things and what uh, like seeing how on scoreboards, not knowing how to abbreviate certain schools mm-hmm. because you just don't pay attention to who they are and what they are, and, right? And and getting those sorts of things incorrect. Like this is, come on, right? Are we accommodating our kids or are we not? It's it's like, and, and the- if we're not, then what are we even playing there for? Right. It's the same thing of like when you turn on the the you know and, and watching and there there are examples like this in football but you turn on like the basketball championships and you watch like the class A girls and the entire time they're just like and remember tonight there's the there's the 4A championship and it's like yeah but right can we focus on the 1A and they're like right. no nope, we got to focus on the which like I get it is the big ticket item that's not I they're not wrong but it's also like could we not spend every waking moment of some of the best moments of these young kids lives to talk about a game that's coming up later like there's there's a funny thing that happens to especially at state basketball is um with the with the exception of the biggest schools at state basketball especially if there's a marquee player in the state Uh who's playing in those games those will get a draw from basketball fans in just in general yep um but the smaller schools the smaller public schools show out to state basketball because this is if it's a once in a generation opportunity for if, some of these communities if, if there is a 3a team and it's a private school like de la salle dominant basketball culture they send like 200 people yeah henning was there and they brought out the town the town the towns of henning and vining like, and henning and uh who did they who they beat uh uh was it northwoods yep they beat I mean, do you know how big Cook is? No. It's not that big. <laughs> and they brought everybody in there. Like, that place was loud for those games. Yeah. And it just isn't It just isn't the case when you get those, those, those private school games. Until you get to the biggest ones. I remember going, watching Lakeville. I believe it was, they had changed to North by that time. And J.P. Makura was, was playing. I mean... Mm-hmm. That whole bowl of the Target Center was full to watch that game and and that guy in particular play when Apple Valley was playing and 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 Tyus and then Trey. Then we're talking about people showing up. Mini haha with Jalen Suggs and Chet Holmgren. Right, but it's important to note that there were so many people there to watch Jalen and Chet, and not as many mini haha fans. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. So anyway. Anyway, we accommodate the fans. What is what are we doing here? Right, exactly. All this to say, uh, small towns good, uh, state tournaments good. Uh, there you go. There's our there's our there's our kind of in a nutshell coverage. Uh, in case you were wondering, <laughs> in case you were wondering, hot take here. State tournaments fun for everyone. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, except spe- Patrick Royce, except for the team, <laughs> except for the teams that lose. It's not as fun. It's fun. Not as fun. It'll be fun in 30 years. Yeah, exactly. Not so much 30 seconds after it won't be. You still it's not like you won't be bitter in 30 years. No, no, you never. still will be. You still will be. But it will be. It will have been fun. You'll learn to smile through the pain. <laughs> uh, so speaking of events going on at U.S. Bank Stadium, the Vikings are playing the Chicago Bears tonight. Does not look like just. Justin Jefferson is going to play, no. but basically kind of the gist was, well, he's not going to play this week. We have a bye week next week. We're going to be okay coming out of the bye week is kind of the general gist, and you shouldn't need Justin Jefferson to put away this sorry Bears team. Um, I I think a couple things that are going to be of note, and I it, it does sound like that 
where mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know what, we're just going to we'll give it one more, we'll get them up to 100%, and we'll make it work. Um, we've talked about a hamstring injury a lot. Mm-hmm. You should by no means be counting on him for December 10th at Las Vegas. Right. If you're getting your hopes up, I mean, we should want him to come back, but that is not how hamstrings work. Yeah. It just isn't. So hopefully that's the case for him. Regarding tonight's game, there's no reason why this. Chicago's been feisty now for a couple of weeks. Let's just go ahead and put them away and and not let them feel like they have chances. Right. The thing that's weird about Chicago, tell me if I'm right or wrong, Chicago does not want to win. No, it doesn't quite feel like it. Justin Fields wants to win. Yeah, I mean, his he's pl- out of a job if he doesn't win. Yeah, right. He's out of a he. He's looking. He's playing for a second contract. He's playing for to back somebody up somewhere. Like his football life depends on him playing well. It does. Chicago does not need Justin Fields to play well, and they're banking. That's probably the safest bet. <laughs> no, Chicago. You know what Chicago's banking on? They're getting the number one overall pick because of Carolina. Great trade, Panthers. Great trade. But also, uh, they might be getting the number two pick. Right now, they'd get the number four or five pick, I think, which means sure. that they could pick their quarterback of the future and Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, that's their dream scenario if you're yes. Chicago. If they don't, but they're going to have to get a top three to get him. Yeah. Because, because if the Cardinals Williams have and May, the quarterbacks, are going to go One, in two. the first three. Yeah. And Marvin is going to go in the other spot. Mm-hmm. However, whatever order that goes. Right. Um, so it's, but it, it's kind of this weird. Which is why they keep need to keep losing. It's this weird juxtaposition that they're in because Justin Fields knows that he's not going to have a job in Chicago. But for very honestly, long. they kind of need to win because their coaching staff could get fired if they keep kind of. Yeah, potentially. The bed. It's so that it's weird, right? Right. They're in this really strange. They're in a purgatory almost. Uh huh. Yeah. It's awesome. It's as a non Bears fan, it's pretty great. Yeah, you know. Also, the Lions lost, so the Vikings could pick up that game they lost in the division last week. Yep. By losing to Denver, if they win today, Green Bay kind of sneakily getting back in that playoff mix. Uh-huh. Uh Which, by the way. I don't. Green Bay's not going to make the playoffs. Nope. But my dream scenario of Green Bay finishing with like seven wins to where they're not going to quite get rid of the quarterback and blow things up yet. But you know what? Things are kind of teetering like they will, and just puts them in their own version of purgatory for another year because they're like everybody else. And it's like, huh? We don't have a bad roster, but feels like we're being held back by an inconsistent quarterback play. Yep. Ah. Uh, Actual NFL purgatory is, um, like the not Atlanta bad, Falcons. Not yeah. bad enough to be lottery. And not good enough to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You live in that in that six to eight win range, and there's nothing you can do to get out of it. But you know you're a piece away from getting out of it. You never want to blow it up, and you're too far away from being bad to blow it up. Mm-hmm. It's the worst place to be in in all of sports. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I hope they live there for at least a decade. So, speaking of blowing things up, is it time to blow up like the U of M athletic department right now? Ah, <sighs> oh, uh, you know that scene from Family Guy where Peter hurts his knee and he just goes, ah, ah. Uh, it's that. Yeah, they stink. Which which one are we talking about? Are we talking about the Gopher football team that got completely wiped against Wisconsin on uh, yes. on Saturday, or are we talking about the Gopher men's basketball team that got wiped in a neutral site game against the University of San Francisco last night? The Dons. 
the San Francisco Dons. Now they made the nickname. NCAA tournament a couple of years ago, but I mean, sure. And there, who's there? Is it did um, did Wilt go there or did Bill Russell go there? Probably Bill Russell. One of them. One of them. Um, Either way. Uh, no, the football team. Yeah. What I I I will concern myself with basketball once most of this football stuff is it's kind of faded like once away. we're in it. Once we're in, um, football man. They're sad. That's a sad sack bunch of football players. It's not good right now. It's a sad sack coaching staff and a sad sack bunch of players. Did you see, uh, uh, like, I shared a tweet with you about, like, a weird quote that PJ had, almost kind of like, yeah, you know, like, I he was he got very defensive, I guess, yeah. in, like, his end-of-season presser. Uh, because, and basically is this kind of, like, we talk about all the time, like, PJ... And all college football coaches do this, but like specifically him, like tries to really manipulate kind of the conversation because like you try and set the narrative before it creates itself. Yep. And the thing of like, well, what were we supposed to do? We are always going to be this bad, like kind of thing. Like we are always going to run into this kind of situation. What did you kind of think of that? Of like his kind of presser after the game? Um, it's a loser mentality. Ooh. Just win. Like knock it off. Just not quit, quit making. I understand, I understand all of it. I really do. You've been here for a decade, dude. Almost seven a, seasons. You've been here for three quarters of a decade. It's, the problems that exist now are not because of a previous regime. No, it's because of nil money. That's it's, the new it, excuse. It's because it's because um, you can't keep it consistent. Find, figure it out, man. Figure out a way to make your team consistent. Figure out a way to keep players in maroon and gold. Figure out a way to keep your best players in Minnesota. Figure out a way to do more than just dive right, dive left, dive right, dive right, punt. It's <laughs> annoying. Figure it out. You've been here for seven years. Figure it out. I got to go. That's Corey Tackman. Hey, by the way, some positivity to end our morning sports test today. The Minnesota Timberwolves, they beat the Memphis Grizzlies yesterday. Memphis is a sad team right now. Wolves take advantage. They take care of business. And they are 12-4, and the best start in franchise history. And oh, by the way, they're still number one in the Western Conference. So, Anthony Edwards, uh, do you kind of have, uh, do you have anything to, to say on this? Wolves back, we the ones, Jack. A1 from day one, A5 from day five. Whatever you want to say, Minnesota Timberwolves still number one in the West. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, November 27th.